train chaos expected across England as RMT stages 24-hour strike. Gwyn Topham Rail passengers face another day of disruption on Saturday as members of the RMT union and train operators in England go on strike. The 24-hour stoppage, accompanied by an overtime ban by train drivers, follows immediately on from a slough strike on Friday, https colon slash slash www.theguardian.com slash business slash 2023 slash sub slash 01 slash save dash rail dash ticket dash offices dash England dash unions dash strike. Network Rail acts as bonuses for union members who strike. Read more. Mick Lynch, the general secretary of the RMT, blamed government arrogance for lack of progress in the dispute after the union's attempt to open fresh talks last week was rebuffed as not serious by the rail industry. Many more trains will run on Saturday than on Friday, but severe disruption across the country is expected, with services generally starting later and finishing earlier. Unions are on not on strike in Scotland or Wales, but cross-border services will be affected. Long-distance operators such as Avanti, East Midlands Railway, LNER and GWR will run roughly one train an hour on major routes, while other networks such as Northern and Transpennine will only run on an extremely limited number of routes. Passengers have been urged to check before travel owing to wide regional variations. There is little sign of the lengthy dispute ending soon. Mick Whalen, the general secretary of ASLEF, said on Friday that striking drivers were in it for the long haul. Talks between unions and employers have not taken place since early this year, with the government and industry body the Rail Delivery Group, RDG, urging the unions to put pay offers to their full memberships. Lynch sent a roadmap on August 26 that suggested a way to restart talks, but this was dismissed by the RDG. The industry body has insisted that there would be no talks unless unions showed movement on changes to working practices. Lynch said the rebuff showed the arrogance of government ministers who he said were refusing to allow train operators to make a revised offer. A formal response from the RDG on Friday rejected the union's proposals but said they remained available for talks. Lynch said. While it is encouraging that the train operating companies want to continue dialogue with us next week, a fresh proposal will be needed to progress this dispute towards a settlement. The RMT and the SLEF rejected offers this year. The train drivers' union dismissed as risible a two-year offer worth 8%, which the government said would take the average salary from about £60,000 to just under £65,000, and also included changes to working conditions. Sign up to business today. Free daily newsletter. Get set for the working day, we'll point you to all the business news and analysis you need every morning. Enter your email address. Privacy notice. Newsletters may contain info about charities, online ads, and content funded by outside parties. For more information see our privacy policy. We use Google reCAPTCHA to protect our website and the Google privacy policy and terms of service apply. The RMT rejected a 9% offer, which the industry said would be worth 13% to the lowest paid, earning about £20,000 a year, with fears of widespread redundancies as ticket offices are closed across England. A public consultation on proposed ticket office closures ended on Friday, with about 500,000 responses filed. 
Speaking at a picket line outside London Euston Station on Friday, Whelan said his members were in it for the long haul. He added, some of our members, when we get to the end of this year, will be five years without a pay rise, so there's no sign of any weakening or any lack of resolve, and our members in many cases want to go harder and faster. A Department for Transport spokesperson called the strikes frustrating and said the unions had coordinated industrial action with the aim of causing as much disruption as possible on the last weekend of the summer holidays. The spokesperson said reasonable pay offers remained on the table, adding, continued industrial action is disappointing and delays the reforms that would ultimately benefit passengers, rail workers and taxpayers. According to the industry, rail passenger numbers have now surpassed pre-pandemic levels on some routes for leisure travel, but revenue remained an estimated 30% below 2019 levels in real terms because of a decrease in daily commuting, business travel and peak time journeys.